Hi, I'm Bobby Boucher. And I'm Roland Deshane. And we're going to be answering some questions. What is the hardest thing about refing? For me anyway, it's keeping up with the skaters. I I mistakenly got into this thinking it was going to be an easy job, and then you realize like, oh shoot, these everyone's taking it really seriously, and you have to keep up with them to actually see what they're doing and do your job. Yeah, but you continue to get better. You're you're getting better and better every week. Uh, for me, I think the toughest thing is kind of self-imposed, but I tend to give players feedback during practice and then I have to shut that off when we're playing and when there's actual games being played it's tough for me to not want to be like hey we talk about that in practice you know not to do that and you know kind of try to oh, yeah. teach they, them they love the feedback they love it in practice it's not, <laughs> not the right time in the game all right you got the next one all right what is the hardest penalty to assess uh the hardest to assess for me is um, forearm penalties, right? So just because it's tough to tell whether they're cattailing uh, as they, they deliver a legal hit and their arm just happens to come out or knowing the difference of when they're using their arm to, to generate that, that advantage. Yeah, I was going to say forearms too, but I'll come up with something else. So. Sorry. <laughs> no, I mean, it's, yeah, everyone, your your natural response when you're moving and when you're off balance is to put your arms up. Yeah. So, yeah, that's going to generate a forearm. I'd say other than that is uh, directionals because part of the rules are that, yeah, you do have to slow down to, you know, to generate an impact. But how do you do that safely? And how do you do that so you're not taking somebody out? I mean, it's. That, that's that, that's the one I'd say is the second hardest to assess. Oh, and with the uh, feel free to change your initiator rule for cut tracks because it's, it's tough to keep track of who knocks somebody out. But you know, that's just that's just me. I know you're watching with that. All right. Uh, how did you learn about roller derby? Well, see, that's a that's a complex answer because if you want to go back to the beginning, I can genuinely, as a kid, remember. When I was in Tampa, Florida, seeing a commercial on TV, and they were talking about one of those like local, local access stations or whatever, advertising roller derby. And by the way, this was like an all guys team. Everyone had like the, the very fashionable '80s mustache, and you know, and that, that's when I'd say I first learned learned about roller derby. After that, it's kind of it's kind of coming in and out, in and out of the cultural zeitgeist. So I've kind of known about it. I didn't really know that it was still a thing until probably that Whiplash movie came out, to be honest. That's when I was like, oh, wow, they're still doing that. That's awesome. Whip it? Whip it? Yeah, whip, or whip it. Yeah, Whiplash is the drumming one. Yeah, or a villain, I think. Yeah. Um, so for me, uh, wife got into, my wife got into roller derby in like 2014, mm-hmm. and uh, we had kind of been skating together, did inline stuff, and so it was a pretty natural transition for us to uh, to both join up and me ref and her play and have uh, more opportunity to play together. I know you and, and your wife also are, are have the similar experience, so. Um, yeah, kind of, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's uh, I don't know, it, it, it's been a, uh, 
interesting experience to, to be around the sport for myself, but also the change in her uh, and the confidence that I see in her is, uh, is pretty awesome. Yeah, I mean, when you mention that, that is true. Because my wife, uh, she's ever since we've gotten married, she she started. She was always a little timid, but I could always see something in her, and she's gradually kind of found herself. And I was really surprised when she wanted to join Derby, you know. And she she's part of the tumbleweed program now, hey. <laughs> and uh, you know she's gotten so much better. She went from doing like she's so much more brave than I am because she went from never being able to stand on skates to being like a hair's breadth away from actually being drafted. And that, in the course of a year, is pretty amazing. Oh, absolutely. And you don't have to be married to a skater to ref. I just want to point that out. It just happens to be the I mean, you don't want to get left at home and just, <laughs> you know, while she's while they're out being badasses and knocking each other around and, oh, dinner's ready, honey. <laughs> you got right. the next one. How long have you been refing? I don't know why I lean back to cheat on it. Like I could get a clue at the end. Uh, so, like I said, I've been uh, refing since about 2014. Uh, really getting into the sport. Um, I've been head refing for uh, probably four years or so. Uh, how about how about you? Uh, that's easy for me. I've, this is literally my first year of refing, so I'm. A, I'm a yeah, it's about a year. Like even even the Bad Santa's game that's coming up, we're we're coming on exactly one year of refing. So awesome. <laughs> All right. All right, rolling this chain. How did you come up with your derby name? Well, it's actually a, a literary reference. Um, I'm a big fan of Stephen King and the Dark Tower series. And that one, the main character is Roland DeShane. And, you know, anyone that's seen my tattoo here that's stand and stand be true with the rose, um, that's actually a big image from the, from the book and a message that I, that I like, that I like, you know, well enough to put on my arm. And it's one that the wife really likes too. You know, we both like that series. We both really like the, uh, the fifth book, which is called Wizard and Glass, because that one's got like a, a real beautiful and tragic romance in it. So, you know, if anyone's looking for a reading recommendation, Dark Tower series, if you like Stephen King, it's seven books long. It'll take you forever, but it's well worth it. And you, Mr. Boucher? Uh, so my last name is Shea, so kind of a natural transition there for Bobby Boucher, play on words from the water boy. Uh, kind of matches my uh, mentality, I think. I think that there's just a I see myself a bit in that character. Not a lot of book recommendations coming from this side. You can see where the intelligence is in the room. No, still Waterboy, awesome. <laughs> Loved it, I mean, came out at the perfect time for me in high school, and I was in high school football, and we all wanted to be, we all wanted to be Bobby Boucher, and you know, run at somebody and just and knock the crap out of them. And... Love it. Right, my turn? You're up. All right, so. What position do you like to ref from the most? Uh, for me, it's head ref. Uh, I, I don't mind jam refing or you know any of the positions really, but uh, but I, I tend to just have uh, be one of the more experienced refs, so it's kind of natural to be able to be in a helpful position with, with other refs and 
the head ref is in the best opportunity to do that? Uh, right now, I prefer OPR, outside pack refing, mainly because it takes a little while for me to get up to speed and those long straightaways kind of let momentum help me keep up with the pack. Yeah. When you're inside, you're constantly doing that scooter push with the outside leg and at the same time, you're, the action's a lot faster and if you're jam refing, then you have to keep an eye on the jammer. Where the other, where the other jam ref is, where the head ref is, and the officials inside went on your peripheral vision so that you don't hit them while at the same time counting points and avoiding other skaters. So for me, jam refing is a nightmare position that I'm not super crazy about. <laughs> now what you don't know is I don't give him a lot of opportunities to be on the inside. I probably should, but he's gonna get spoiled in there by how much slower you can go because it's, it's tough keeping up on the outside. Well, for but, me, it would be super easy if they, but, you know, Rage, you know, one of our other uh, revs, Raging Contagion, she doesn't like my Statue of Liberty pose, which to me is just efficient. You count, you turn, I can see a lot faster than I can skate, but she won't let me do it. Gotta keep moving. <laughs> All right. What is your real life occupation? Okay, so this is a mouthful. Um, my title is Network Convergence Specialist for NTT Data or Hospitals of Providence. So basically what that means is I am the phone guy for Hospitals of Providence. I manage the, uh, I manage the phone interfaces, digital VoIP, uh, and analog fax, all, that, the, all those communications. If you go to Hospitals of Providence in El Paso, I'm the guy that kind of sets up those phones and troubleshoots when they have issues. Okay. And mine's pretty complicated too. Uh, I'm a soldier. Tip. Don't he's he's more than that. He's, he's an officer and <laughs> shh, don't shh. don't let him skate on that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm an engineer and officer in the army, um, but that's it. It's not that complicated. It's easy enough. I can do it. All right, you're you're up. All right. What do you like most about roller derby? I think we kind of talked about it earlier. Is uh, I like being around this the culture of building each other up and learning a skill together. The vast majority of people coming to the sport don't have a lot of sporting experience and they definitely uh, tend not to have skating experience. And so um, watching people kind of grow and develop in the sport, you know, and for me, my wife in particular, uh, it's pretty awesome experience and, and seeing people go from practice into real games and the development that they have, I, I think is, um, you get a lot of satisfaction being a part of that. Yeah. Um, for me, it's definitely, yeah, uh, Bobby encased a lot of that already, but it's definitely learning a skill, getting better at it. Um, I'm by no means of mine the greatest ref out there, but I definitely can see a difference from my skating ability and my ability to see from where I was a year ago. And my wife, like I said, she she's learning, but she could barely stand on skates, and now she's out there skating backwards and doing laps, and she's you know she's right on the on the on the cusp of getting drafted, hopefully. Well, I say hopefully, but then I'll be in Bobby's position where he's having to call penalties on his spouse and dealing with the aftermath. So, comfortable couch is important. Yeah, absolutely. All right. I did answer that one. Oh, yeah. 
And don't be on too long. All right. Uh, tough one here. What team do you play for? I play for Team Zebra. That's right. Team Zebra undefeated. 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 <laughs> you got the last one. Okay. Here we go. What would you like to tell people who are on the fence about joining a roller derby league? Uh, the answer you probably heard in every other podcast or uh, video was uh, just do it. Uh, I'm not going to be a Nike uh, advertisement here. So uh, let me just say get exposure to it. Get out and, and see what it's about. Uh, you don't have to dive all the way in. You can come out and volunteer to NSO. Uh, there there are teams that are going to be looking for support either running different booths or, or volunteering yeah. to run the penalty box or you, you can take off a small bite and not feel like you have to go in and ref and know all the rules we'll all make mistakes and that's fine as long as you're going at it from the right perspective you want to be helpful and enable um, the skaters to be able to, to play and be fair, <laughs> yeah. uh, then man, the league will be happy to have you. If you want to come out and be a, a skater, more power to you. I think it's an awesome opportunity. So, yeah, go do it. I would say if you're watching this or listening to this and you're not part of the league, you're already almost there. <laughs> I mean, you've you've you have to go out of your way to find this. You're interested. You want to come out and join us. We want to have you. Everyone is so excited when there's a new face because everyone wants to, number one, show off what they can do. They want to teach you and they want to see what you can do. And everyone here wants you to do your best. I have never been put down in the year that I've been here. No one's ever said, hey, you're, you're too darn slow. You're too darn big. You, you know, you're not doing your job well enough. Everyone has always said, hey, you're getting better. And that's something that is really hard to find in most other sports. And that's something that I've really come to appreciate here. All right, well, that, that's all we had but in uh, our, our ref uh, lingo here. <laughs> we're gonna end it the way we end any jam. Yep.